Hola, this is Maria Plata, and I am here to tell you all about the random things I learn every day. I am a mom, a wife, a teacher, a highly sensitive person, and just a creative soul who wants to share my day-to-day learning with you. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast, and let's get talking. Hello, and welcome to episode 18 of the Plata Life podcast. This is about my fourth time trying to record this because Anchor is acting weird right now and my computer is acting weird and everything is just weird all around. Um, If you are not aware, we are still kind of sort of in this COVID-19 situation. Arizona lifted its restrictions, so people are going out and about having a good old time. Not everybody, but, you know, a lot of people I'm seeing kind of posting on Facebook. They went out and some people are bragging they're going out without masks and I will talk more about all that in the next episode. Um, But yeah, this past week was probably one of the hardest ones for our family. And I don't have all my ducks in a row right now, but I will tell you more about that next week as well. Um, I think it's just time for us to figure out what the heck we're going to do as a family. (laughs) I'm going crazy home with the kids while my husband goes to work every day. Um, It's just weird. Everything is weird all around. But I don't want to talk about how weird everything is right now, except I do. Um, But mostly because my birthday is here. Uh, If you're listening to this on the day it airs, which is May 20th, then happy birthday to me. I'm actually recording it on the 19th, which is Tuesday. So that's why. Not my birthday yet, technically, but it will be when you hear this. Or it'll already pass when you hear this. Either way, it's my birthday. Um, Yeah, so... I was talking to my husband the other day and I said, oh man, this, that just, I'm feeling so like stuck at home and I'm such an extrovert that it really sucks. Right. And he's like, your birthday's also coming up. And so you're having those feelings come up again. And I'm like, oh yeah. So every year around my birthday, I get these like really yucky feelings and I don't really talk about it because I always feel like I'm the only one, but apparently it happens to a lot of people. And I just always think I'm the only one, you know, story of my life. Right. Um, yeah, that's one way you could describe my life. I think I'm the only one. It's so dramatic, but it really feels like that. Um, and so he's like, yeah, your birthday's coming up. Those feelings come up no matter what's happening around the world. And I'm like, that's true. I don't know exactly why it happens, but every year for my birthday, I feel, uh, I don't know how to describe it. It's not that I have expectations because I've had years where I don't really have any expectations. It's just maybe a really, I'm such a reflective person that it makes me really think about, I kind of go inward, I guess you could say. Um, and a lot of the times when I go inward and I kind of check in with myself that way, a, a lot of like yucky feelings come up just because there's lots of things that maybe I'm not hundred percent happy with or things I want to change, but I haven't, or it just, I always feel like very awkward and weird during my birthday. Um, I felt like that all my life, you know, like you have a whole bunch of people singing happy birthday to you at family parties. And then you're kind of like, I don't know how to feel about this. Um, there were some years though, where I really truly embraced. I mean, I like being the center of attention. That's part of my personality. I really do enjoy it, but sometimes I get like peopled out. So it's weird for me. So I'm like in this weird middle line all the time. Um, but yeah, I embraced my birthdays a lot of years. You know, my mom threw me really big parties, had a huge quinceanera when I turned 15. Um, when I turned 30, three years ago, oh my God, three years ago, I threw myself a huge party, invited all kinds of people. We got, you know, a lot of social circles connected. Um, 
it was really fun and it was, you know, so I enjoy my birthday some years. It's, it's fun in a sense to celebrate your life and to know that you are, you know, living. Hold on, I'm going to get the baby really quick. I usually record with him in the little carrier thing, the ergo carrier or the boppy carrier, but I thought I could just lay him down to sleep in his bassinet and he's not sleeping. Um, I'll just kind of bounce him here. <laughs> anyway, so every year, you know, my husband's really, he's gotten really good at this. He kind of asks, what are your expectations of your birthday this year? And what do you really actually want to do? Because what ends up happening a lot of the times during, you know, celebrations or special days is I just try to go along with the flow because I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. And so I end up doing things that I necessarily don't want to do, but I feel like I should do them. And so it makes me really cranky. And especially like for Mother's Day and stuff like that, it we've gotten really good at him just really asking me, what do you really want us to do for you? Um, so I don't have some big old expectation. And then I feel disappointed when it doesn't happen. And I'm like, that makes no sense because I didn't verbalize anything that I wanted. Anyway, so for my birthday this year, <laughs> all sort of, sort of yucky feelings are coming up because I really can't do any of the things that would make me feel better right now. Um, I do, I do feel like I'm struggling a lot emotionally and mentally at this point. I want to do all the things that I know would help me. Yeah, my birthday's tomorrow. Cool, huh? My son just came out of his playroom. Um, he's really excited for my birthday. So, um, I don't know. I lost my train of thought here. It really is. Yeah. So the things that would typically help me, um, I know I, don't want to do them this year because of the coronavirus. So I'm kind of stuck in the pickle here. You know, what do I actually want to do that we could do at home? Um, so I don't know. It's just a really weird year. But anyways, the situation is just not helping at all. Um, it's been kind of, you know, I and again, I am thinking I'm the only one feeling all these things all the time. But my husband's birthday was a week and a half ago, two, almost two weeks ago, week and a half. Um, and he's usually not the type of person that like wants to really celebrate. So that's typical for him, you know, so like us being at home and just doing a cake with the, the, the just us, like didn't seem too big of a difference for what we normally do. So um, my son and I spent all day cleaning the house and um, baking a cake, which I am the worst baker in the world. So I was really happy with myself that I made a cake out of a box and I didn't burn it and it tasted good and we could actually eat it. <laughs> Every time I tried to bake, it was just a big disaster. Anyways, and so then he got home and I was like, hey, we baked your cake. And for some reason, that just like really made his day because um, he knows how much I hate baking. He knows how bad I, I am at it. So and anyways, a few days later, we were talking about that and I said, you know, like, yeah, so how, how did you actually feel on your birthday? Like, was it weird because of the situation that we're in? And he said, yeah, I didn't realize that it was going to like be hard, but when I couldn't hug my parents, it made me really sad. And I just like didn't even think that for him. His love language is physical touch. And so not being able to like hug the people that he loves the most, you know, us, I mean, he could hug us, but his parents who see him every year for his birthday, like that was really hard for him. And I, I just, in my mind, I just thought oh, he's happy. Like he just wanted, he stayed home. Like we always do. Like it was cool. Not, not a big deal, but it is a big deal for everybody. And so kind of just acknowledging that and saying that to myself helps me deal with how I'm feeling about my birthday. Um, anyway, so I just thought, you know, let's 
it's not the best of situations and it's not like we could have our normal, you know, my in-laws come, my mom sometimes comes and we all hang out and they play with the kids and it's fun and it's exciting. And so that affected him too. And I didn't realize it did. So it's good to check in with each other, especially, you know, if you're living with just one other person during this time or just your own little family unit, you're not seeing anybody else really. It's good to check in with those people um, because they might be acting like everything's fine, but they also have these yucky feelings that come up. Anyway, so yeah, that was the silver lining for me was that I was able to bake a cake because I couldn't do anything else <laughs> practically. Um, so I thought about that and how a lot of the times we feel, you know, during the worst of times, there are silver linings. And I was able to actually bake a cake for the first time because that was my only option. You know, I mean, there is no other thing I really could have done that would have shown my love to him because what we typically do, we couldn't do. So it really just kind of looking for those silver linings has been helping. Anyway, so for the rest of the episode, I'll just kind of do a little birthday reflection. Um, I am turning 33. And holy cow, it's weird. Like when I was in my teens, I always thought, man, people who are in their 30s are so old. And now that I'm in my 30s, I'm like, man, you know, people that are in their 50s are older than me. So um I always feel like maybe this is, I have such high expectations for myself on my birthday that maybe this is where all like that feeling of feeling crappy just comes up. But I don't know. There's like you wake up and I feel like you should feel older, but you don't. And you expect, or I expect people to just know that I'm older for whatever reason, whatever that means, but I don't really know what it means. And so it just, reflecting on the past year and the past 33 years of my life really helps me to just kind of ground myself and kind of check in with myself and say, all right, where am I at now? Who am I? What what do I want to do for the next year? Um, so yeah, 33. Let's see what has happened this past year. So since my last birthday, we moved houses. We bought a house. I had a baby. I worked as an educational consultant for six months. I also taught some really cool Spanish classes. So part of that for me has been, I feel like I have seen myself kind of do like a full cycle. Like I quit my teaching job, which was really hard, but I pushed through and I was able to start my own business and it didn't work perfectly some of the times, but I didn't let that stop me, which is my typical MO. I'll try something new and when it gets hard, I'll be like, oh, look at this other shiny thing. Um, just cause I don't like failing at things. And so I feel like this is awesome. Like I've given myself a full year of just letting some of those things go and knowing that my business was not going to continue the same way because I was going to have a baby. Um, one of the things I just remember so vividly from the past year is I got that consulting job and I didn't realize how beneficial it was going to be. Um, not just monetary wise, because that really helped. Um, but just for myself, you know, I, I, I know I'm really good at certain things and I know I have a gift and I use it, um, when I'm teaching, but I'm not very confident about it. And so I guess this past year I was forced into situations where I had to have confidence. You can't just walk into a teacher's classroom and try to coach them and be like, well, I think, um, you kind of have to really go all in. And so this past, you know, having that experience, you know, for my, this past year, it really opened my eyes to see other schools, to see other districts, to see other states and how they are running things and to meet different kinds of people and to have tough conversations with other people and it just it, to put my kind of 
put my chest up high and say, like, this is who I am. This is what I bring to the table. Um, this is how I can help you. And it was, you know, hard for me. It was really hard. You might not notice on the outside how hard these things are for me, but they're really freaking hard. Um, so that really helped me that, that I feel like I gained a new new self-confidence, I guess you could call it, or just a new ability to be able to actually be confident and not just pretend I'm being confident. <laughs> I don't know. Again, I say, I, I, you guys probably don't know this about me, but I I put up a really good front. And it's really hard to admit that to all of my listeners, which is now over 10. Thank you for everybody sharing and listening to this. I really appreciate it. Um, but it really, I put up a really good front because I've done that my whole life. And so I guess for me this past year is I'm done doing that. Like I'm tired of putting up a front that I know what I'm doing or that everything's working out so well in my life. And I mean, it is, and I'm really grateful, but sometimes it's not. And sometimes it's hard and sometimes it's really messy. And sometimes motherhood is hard. And so when you say these things out loud and you acknowledge them and you feel them, actually feel them, not just kind of feel them and then run away from them, it makes you like a more well-rounded person. And so that this past year, I really really have understood that a little bit more. Um, We were trying to get pregnant and it didn't happen as fast as it did with my first son. And that was really hard. And I just remember thinking like, oh my God, what if I go a whole year and I can't get pregnant? And like, I let fear in. And that's part of kind of what I was trying to work on, you know, how to embrace the word for last year was embrace, how to embrace every opportunity and actually just take it in without adding all that fear into it. Um, so when I actually got pregnant and everything happened, you know, it's the fear of what if something happens to the baby and then the baby made it full term. And then I'm during the birth, what if something happens? And I've written a lot about this and during the birth story for my second son and how I'm done kind of just being this person that lets fear in and second guesses herself and is not confident in the skills and talents that I know I have, but I'm too scared that people will, what people will think of me. Um, so I think I'm kind of, I want to be done, you know, with those kinds of feelings. Not that they're not going to happen, but I, I want to be done letting those feelings kind of take over my life. Um, if you know me personally, you know I listen to Gary Vee a lot. He's awesome. People, some people don't like him because he says a lot, a lot of bad words. But his advice, business advice, and just life advice is amazing. Um, and one of the things that really sticks with me from him is that he says the reason why you care that people – the reason why you care that people say bad things about you is because you give the praise that people give you too much attention. So you feed off of that praise and that's what you're expecting. And so when it doesn't happen and people say something bad about you or something mean online or whatever, then it really crumbles you down. So he says, not so much that you have to care what you don't, you have to stop caring about what people um, are saying that is negative. It's you have to also stop caring what people say that it is positive. And I think that's my biggest fault is not fault, but my biggest, you know, downfall or whatever, um, because I, I feed off of that positive praise so much that then I get stuck wanting to get that praise. And, you know, I've been like that my whole life. So how do I change that? I don't know. I'm working on it, guys. Um, so for me, you know, this next year of my life, I really want to just be confident and stop caring so much about what people say or think or support me or don't support me. Or, I mean, I guess maybe the best way to summarize all this is I want to do things for me. Like, I don't want to do things because that's what I'm expected to do. I want to do things because they make me happy and they make me be the person that I want to be. Uh, not because 
other people are expecting me to do it or because, well, I've done it this way for so long. So what if I change, you know, which people will I lose in my life if I change? Um, that's a huge fear of mine. And it's almost like, that's okay. You know, like it's not, I'm not losing anything. I'm just evolving. And I think a lot of the times we fear that. So I think I'm done. I want to be done with that this next year. Um, it's a really weird feeling to have your birthday during coronavirus because you're like, yeah, it's my birthday. Okay, what now? Um, and it's, I guess, it's another part of the reflection for this past year is, you know, I'm a mom and what kind of legacy do I want to leave for my kids? Not like my student kids, but like my actual kids. And it's really hard for me to admit that, you know, teaching did not allow me to be the kind of parent I wanted to be. Um, and now that I'm here not teaching, I'm still not the parent that I want to be some days. I am most days and now that everything's kind of slowed down all around me. But there are certain things that I want to keep working on. I want to go back to therapy once all this stuff is over and, you know, kind of be the parent that is in the moment. Um, that's just really hard for me because of my anxiety. Like, you think I'm in the moment and I look like I'm in the moment and it feels like I'm in the moment, but I'm somewhere else all the time. And that's been really hard. Um, so this, this quarantine time has been a really good way for me to practice that. Like, well, I can't really plan for my next outing. I can't really plan for the next thing in my head. So I guess I should just be in the moment. <laughs> um, so it's 33 begins I want to be more in the moment um, the from the day-to-day -day life. I know that gets kind of like annoying for me that it's like the same thing every day. That's just hard for me no matter what it is. That's why I really love teaching because it was something different every day. Like the same schedule, but the kids reacted different every day. So it was, it was a good mix of everything for the most part. Um, oh, you want to say something? He's looking at the microphone and he wants to talk. Um, so I guess that's part of another... Thing I want to do is just be more in the moment in the day-to-day -day life that we have. Uh, what else happened this past year that I want to reflect on? I mean, buying a house was huge for us. Um, it's funny because there's certain things that we were looking for in a house that I thought, oh my gosh, it's never going to happen. I mean, I feel like with the house that we found, we got everything that we were looking for, including that um, fancy tub that we have. I told my husband, you know, he, he kept looking at houses and I'm like, oh my gosh, stop showing me pictures. Like if we're going to buy a house, let's buy a freaking house. I was really annoyed. Also because I think I was stressed about not getting pregnant and stuff. Anyways, um, and I said, I don't want to see a house unless it has one of those like fancy tubs. And I don't even know what they're called, but they're like the really nice, like deep tubs. Um, that you always see women taking bubble baths in, you know, like in movies or whatever. And so it was funny because then he's like, oh, this house just came up. And then I was like, really? And then he's like, it has a fancy tub. That's the house we ended up buying. So um, I guess for that, it's just kind of like the universe always sends me signs. And it always sends me what I need, not necessarily what I want. Yeah, you're talking, huh? You have lots to say too, like mama? Oh, yeah. But he really wants the mic. Maybe you could have your own podcast, Dante. What do you think? Yeah. Um, and so I think the other lesson I want to take with me from this year is, you know, things happen when they need to happen and people will show up in your life for a reason and opportunities will pop up when they need to pop up, not when you want them to show up in your life, like the consulting thing and buying a house and getting pregnant and having this baby right before coronavirus and 
oh man, my timeline for my life has this past year just been like, if something had been different, it would have been really crappy. So kind of just trusting, trusting the universe, trusting the whatever God you have, you know, the the feeling that things are really actually happening for a reason. And, and I know I hate saying that because not everything I don't think happens for a reason, like real bad stuff. I don't want to say happens for a reason, but it just to trust, just trust that things are going to work out the way they're meant to and that people and opportunities and life stuff will happen the way it needs to and to just be in the moment and trust that process. Uh, yeah, 32 was kind of a big year for me. I mean, it was I'm really letting go of the idea of who I was as a teacher and kind of releasing that identity a little bit more, um, giving myself more confidence and understanding that maybe my path is just going to look a little different every year and that's okay. Um, having this amazing baby, man, he's so cute. You got, I feel so sad. I feel like maybe that's one of the reasons why I'm feeling so sad this time around for my birthday is like, he's going to be three months next week. Yeah. I think next week, by the end of this week, something like that. Um, like he hasn't really met anybody. Like nobody has really held him besides my husband and I, and like, it just makes me so sad. Like he's mostly because he's just so cute and he's like so alert right now and he's ready to start engaging with people. And then here I am like trying to engage with him and I'm like burnt out. I need to tap out. Like someone else needs to come in. Right. And it's just like, we're not doing that. Like we're being really careful with stuff. So I think that's just one of the reasons why I'm so sad because my birthday would have been a great opportunity for people to come over and they can see the baby, hold the baby, kiss the baby play with the baby while I'm like resting and kind of taking a break and other people are enjoying him as much as I've been enjoying him. He, he really is amazing. Aren't you Dante? Now he's eating his hand because that's what babies do. Anyways. Um, it's crazy. The second time around, like when I talk about confidence and I think about how, what kind of mom I was when I had Diego, my first son, who's now five, almost six years old. And how I didn't have any kind of, this is what I'm supposed to do. Like I know it in my gut. Like that was really hard for me. I know I talk so much. Um, but with this one, it's like, it feels like I can feel things in my gut. Like this is what I'm supposed to be doing with him right now. Like it just, it's very different. And I have so much more confidence, confidence as a parent. Like I'm not constantly researching things as much. Like I, I found my groove as a parent with a baby and I, I feel like that's something to be celebrated this past year as well. Anyways, so questions for you to ponder for this next week is when is your birthday? <laughs> How are you feeling about your birthday if it happens during the coronavirus timeline that we're in right now? Um, what kind of feelings come up for you? I mean, some people just love their birthdays and that's awesome. Like, you know, kudos to them for really loving their birthdays. Um, but also reflecting on the past year that you had uh, um, whenever a birthday comes up and understanding the things that happen and kind of accepting the things that you had no control over and moving forward from those things and really acknowledging how you've grown in just a year. I'm a huge advocate for self-growth or self-development or whatever you want to call it because I feel like we're the only ones that truly know us. <laughs> I mean, like people get a version of us based on what they can interpret. Uh, I don't think anybody actually sees you for who you really are besides yourself. And so it's really good timing just around a birthday. You know, like I was eight, I was nine, I was 10, and now I'm 33. Um, the funny thing is I've done this in my head every year. Like I remember being seven 
and having this conversation with myself, like, hmm, what happened this past year? Like, that's my birthday again. I remember being 15 and being like, wow, man, 14, all these things happen and now I'm here. And so like, it's not something I just thought of today. It really is something that I've done every single year of my life. I just sit and reflect and, you know, and moving forward, what kind of things do you want to change about yourself or keep or uh, allow them to evolve in a natural way? And how is that going to affect your life? You know, that was the scary part when I had this conversation with myself two years ago Three years ago when I decided, yeah, it was three years ago and I was like, yeah, I don't think I'm going to come back to teaching after this next year. Um, it was scary. You know, you, you have these really hard conversations with yourself about what you actually really, truly want and that you're willing to go for it. It, it can be a little scary. So if you're having these kind of reflective thoughts, it's good. And just know that, you know, it's good to have those sometimes to just really dig deep and figure out what it is that you actually really want. Um... I was going to talk more about birthdays, but I think I'm done. Baby is getting a little restless. Are you done talking? Or do you want to know? Oh, big <laughs> yawn. Oh, that was a big yawn. Yeah. Anyways, I hope that you are hanging in there. If you live in Arizona, I hope that you are doing the best that you can and that you are safe and taking precautions that you need to take for whatever comfort level you have. Um, if you're not in Arizona and somewhere else in the world, you know, I had people from Germany and Australia listen to this podcast because you can go look at the at the stats of the of each episode or whatever, and like it tells you where you know what um, podcast platform they listen from and where in the world. And I'm like, oh my god, that's so cool! I never thought that someone in another continent would listen to what I'm saying. Anyways, I just I think that's so cool. Anyways, um, I don't know what I'm saying here. So I hope you're doing well. I hope that this helped you in some way for your next birthday. You know, you kind of have a way to reflect about it. And I hope, oh, yeah, we're leading. All right. So hang in there and I will talk to you next time. Bye. Are you done? My computer's been really